Hello and welcome to Reddit on Reddit, the internet's auditory version of Reddit. I'm Nelson Beefcakes Allingham, joined by <laughs> Michael Party Pies Cambo Campbell. Yes, the, by popular demand, these are our new names. Yeah, yeah. Uh. And um, uh, you know what? I at first was a little bit outraged uh, that this poll popped up in our subreddit <laughs> because uh, we said, I think, that if nobody voted, they would owe us money. Um, <laughs> and and as such, we didn't create the poll. Yeah, yeah. But bloody Hazim, yeah. he, he found a loophole. Uh, I- and... Hazim, Here we are. We have new middle names. Hazim, at the same time, a man of the people has now become an enemy of the show. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> I thought I was the villain. I thought I was the villain, and I think he's taken over. Well, um, only, only I, to you. To everyone yeah, else, he's been a hero. Yeah, yeah okay. Which is, that's true. It, which is a very villainous outlook to be like, I yeah. think he's the bad guy, but everyone else thinks he's the hero. But that is yeah. just how the villain sees things. This is a real kind of uh, Lex Luthor sort of twist. Yeah, exactly. He doesn't. He doesn't think he's the bad guy. Well, I, I would say your uh, middle name is better than mine because uh, you've got Beefcake. <laughs> Beefcakes is good. I don't know. See, I know how Party Pies relates to yours. Well, I'm not quite sure. Have people been calling me Beefcakes behind my back? <laughs> well, here's the thing. Like, you know, every now and then we'll publish a photo of you and I, and maybe people out there are going, he's a bit of a beefcake. Oh, that beefcake. Yeah. I'm going to take it as a compliment. Like, I'm a little bit ripped. Yeah, that, that, mm-hmm. that, that's how I kind of saw it. But yeah. Oh, is, is there a way to make that an insult? I always thought beefcake was quite a flattering thing. Oh, okay. I thought of it. Do you know? Do you know why I think I think of it as a negative term? Is because of South Park and Cartman. Quite often says beefcakes. Oh, he's fat dude. Yeah, okay. I just associate the two. But yeah, maybe, I'll take it as a compliment. Maybe it's like a slightly more Australian vernacular that beefcake is normally like if someone's a bit mount- muscular, they're a yeah. bit of a beefcake. You know? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. Um. Uh, the annoying thing as well with this, actually, is we, we did say that uh, if you didn't vote, you owed us money. Yeah, that's true. Um, uh, we thought that was a joke and we, we'd forget we, about it, but here we are next week bringing it back up. We are committed to this bit. <laughs> and uh, there were 16 people that voted, Cambo. <laughs> so, unfortunately, we don't have any money coming into us because that's, uh, in fact, I think somebody voted twice. So, <laughs> if anything, we owe money. Did you? Uh, did you vote? I did vote. What did? What did you vote for? I voted for Party Pies. Yeah. <laughs> so did I. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. It's good. Uh, anywho, I think we should get into it. Uh, Party Pies. Let's what do you? <laughs> Let's do it, BC. Oh, BC, okay. Yeah. All right, I like it. I like call it. me PP. I call you PP. Call you- yeah. Oh, so many <laughs> different meanings behind that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> this first Reddit on Reddit is by Microsofty88. Uh, AR contact lenses are the holy grail of sci fi tech. Mojo is making them real. Uh, AR being augmented reality for yep. those who uh, aren't up with the technical lingo that I am. Can I just, I, I don't want to cause a fight right away, but I mm-hmm. think that hover cars are the holy grail of sci-fi tech. Thank you very much. <laughs> Actually, yeah, that <laughs> is true. I feel like- Hover cars, def- like spaceships, 
Like, don't <laughs> yeah, get me yeah, wrong. Yeah. AR no. contact lenses sound cool, but if we're talking holy grail of sci-fi tech. 50 years ago, there weren't people going, man, I can't wait for augmented reality. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in fact, as soon as we see flying cars mm-hmm. in the sky, we'll know as a civilization that we've made it. Yeah. Like, like, like you think of movies that set the tone for what people see the future as. Let's, let's take, for example, Blade Runner. Yeah. What's yeah. the main thing you've seen in Blade Runner? Flying cars. Let's Flying think. Cars. Of, let's think of another one. The Fifth Element. What's the main thing you're seeing in Fifth Element? Flying, Flying cars. Flying cars can Back to the Future Part Two. What What are you seeing? Flying cars. The Jetsons. Yeah. So Mojo, thank you very much. Get your shit in order. <sighs> I, it's really uh, after having this conversation. It's it's a misleading article and <laughs> probably not worth discussing at all. Now that I think about it, I mean, maybe we should some. It does sound like a cool idea. AR. So, so contact lenses that you wear that can that can in in your view only project objects and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So essentially, kind of like I, I get this is how I imagine it. Yeah. Uh, but you can see a screen in front of you without there actually being a screen. Yep. Um, which is uh, so amazing, slightly scary, mm. um, but uh, something that just sort of seem like like the idea of flying cars, right? Is uh, obviously it's the holy grail of sci-fi tech, <laughs> but uh, it's it seems like something that wouldn't almost be practical no no way in, in no a way no way would it be like, practical think of all the crashes and all, all yeah. the extra like <laughs> restrictions and all the extra guidelines and stuff that would have to go along with flying yeah, cars exactly and so and, and like and so because of that nobody's really like working towards it right but this idea of augmented reality or just like having a information in front of us uh, so readily available without even really having a device like that just seems very much like where the world has been going for the yeah. past you know 20 or so years is just like let's try and get information given to us in the most simplistic easy format and we can become more than human because of it you know what slightly concerns me about this is Lately, I've been trying to make like an actual proper effort that if I'm watching like a movie or a TV show to put my phone down and not look anything up because you'll you like you'll yeah. be like, oh, who is that? And I know that guy somewhere. And you'll, you'll look him up and like, oh, that's why I know him, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, I've been yeah, trying to right. go like I, I, I try not to do it when I'm watching shows I really want to watch. And it is yeah. always tempting to do it. And if I don't have <laughs> to pick up my phone to be able to do it, I'll only yeah. ever half watch anything. It'll just, it'll just, you'll just have the thought like, oh, I wonder what that guy was yeah, in. And then yeah. all of a sudden, IMDb page pops up with like yeah. all the things. I mean, you're like, oh, damn it. Yeah. I can't so watch I, anything anymore. I, I, that, that's, that's kind of dangerous, I think, like to, to my attention span. Yeah. I, uh, I actually, um, I don't have the exact same problem as you, but uh, like, Obviously, I don't care who actors are. I'm never like, oh, I think I saw that guy in something. <laughs> and, um, uh, or if I do, it's like really obvious. Yeah. That, yeah, like, yeah Nelson, that's Tom Hanks. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah that sounds familiar. Hanks. Yeah, yeah. 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 W- was he the volleyball in something? 
Um, <laughs> but uh, I, uh, but the problem that I have is recently I've been watching a lot of Community. Mm-hmm. By the way, if it's been a while since you've watched Community, can't recommend it highly enough. Um, God damn, that's a hilarious show. I, I will agree with you, though. I I never originally finished Community. It ran for six seasons, and I never actually originally finished it because it yeah. got cancelled, and then it got brought back, and then it got moved to a different network, etc. And I just didn't keep yeah. up with it. And yeah. it's now all available, all six seasons. And Nelson, I still haven't finished Community because the last wow. season so far is quite bad. Yeah, I'm up to season four, which I think is where it gets yeah. bad. Yeah, that, that, uh, that's, like that's very where the down, just yeah, the, the subtly starts. started to decline. Yeah, um, but I'm going to stick through it, Camberg. I honestly, uh, we we went in with that mindset, being like, "Look, let's just finish it. No matter what, let's just finish it." Like yeah. you know, the six this the, the last season only has like twelve episodes or something. Like it's really short as well. I'm like, let's yeah. just finish it. And last night we went sat down to because normally we watch something, then we put on an episode of Community afterwards. And we yeah. got to that point where we normally put on Community, and Stacy just goes, oh, I don't want to watch. Watch it. I was like, me neither. Coward, coward. You're both cowards. Okay, but yes, stick through it. Community is a great show. It is a great show for like three and a bit yeah, seasons. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, the the problem that I have is because I've seen it before, I don't really need to be paying too much attention. So I'm, I will have my phone and I might be like playing a little little game. We have to connect colorful dots together and they disappear. There's like 30,000 of those games. So just imagine it's I'm playing one <laughs> of those. And, uh, and so I think we, you know augmented reality contact lenses like that would be my issue where i'd be like watching tv and i'm like oh i could just quickly pull up one of those games to the (laughs) side and i don't have to touch anything i can just think about (laughs) think about playing this game and it happens um but otherwise i think the concept is really cool and i'd love to see it and they actually did say uh, i did look in the the article like like unbelievably briefly you have no idea (laughs) no i've got a pretty good idea yeah yeah Uh, okay yeah you do actually that's true i would i would normally need to convince you how much i did read if i did read it properly (laughs) (laughs) we've been doing this podcast for three odd years i'm very aware of how little you've read this article Um, but what happened is um, they were... Uh, and take this with a grain of salt because it was written by the people that were... Uh, 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 the people who created the technology. So <laughs> uh, probably not true at all. But they were saying that they they spoke with some uh, VCs and were, uh, you know, they said the feedback sometimes they would get was, well... During the presentation, you told us what it could do. Mm-hmm. And we've been through that a lot, lot. You know, tech companies kind of hear this stuff all the time. But then when you actually showed us what you could do, we were surprised that it met the expectations of that and like actually worked as you said that it would. Um, and I find that kind of amazing. If it, if it is indeed true, like that, uh, you know, makes you really think that there is something there that might actually be quite successful and maybe something we'll see in our lifetime, which would be really interesting. And it could be one of those things that you don't realize how useful it might be until you actually implement it. Mm, Yeah. Like, like, because it sounds like a thing that you don't necessarily need. Like people have lived for millions of years without this kind of thing. Yeah. But it does have the potential to be one of those things that just kind of completely alters 
like people's attention spans and outputs maybe for the worse like who knows but yeah. it does kind of have the implication mm. that it could radically change like people's behaviors like yeah. i think actually social media has i think social media has fundamentally changed people's behaviors and now people now behave a certain way for a certain audience on a social media yeah yeah that's right and admittedly i think that there are good things and bad things yeah, oh, yeah, about yeah, yeah. that like the information that's passed through social media is really good the problem is that that can sometimes be false information yeah. and, <laughs> and uh of course people like pandering to an audience also has its issues but you know th- there's good with the bad i mean i think that uh cavemen missed out on uh mashing matching colorful blocks together that disappear <laughs> um this is sort of a personal thing that I think that was really lacking in the dark ages. Do you think, though, had that... Say you were to teleport back in time, there's a caveman there, and you give mm-hmm. him a phone and you're like, check this game out. Do you think human evolution would have would have gone a lot slower because they would just always be distracted? <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, so yeah. they wouldn't be like, say, inventing the wheel. Yeah. Because they were just there I- playing that little... <laughs> I think I'd start disappearing, Camper. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. begins to I, I've play. led to the extinction of the human race. <laughs> yeah. Also, just they don't quickly, eat anymore. <laughs> they don't procreate. Also, just quickly uh, before we move on, I need to touch just one more time on the flying cars because, as we know, it's the holy grail of sci-fi tech. Sci-fi tech, I would say. Do you think again? Let's t- put time travel into this. You would travel back in time to say the 40s and the 50s where they used to have all those like Tomorrowland kind of things where it's like the flying car will be the way we all get around kind of stuff yeah yeah and and someone would be like oh you're from the year 2020 do they have flying cars and you would go oh no but the cars drive themselves do you reckon they'd be like drive themselves of course (laughs) (laughs) oh shit we shouldn't be thinking about that right now (laughs) flying cars could you imagine how many restrictions and problems that would cause oh my god they drive themselves <laughs> that's what i would go back and tell somebody yeah. to you know write the course of history yeah. we'd have them already like yeah, more, you know readily available jeez <laughs> <sighs> um okay Kembo, let's get into ask reddit this ask reddit was cross-posted to us by metaphor uh but it was originally posted by fuzzy bear fuzzy bear the muppet uh, if instead of rebooting movies, it became a trend to retell them from a different character's perspective, what film would you want to see retold and from whose point of view? Ooh, okay. Well, you know I what? I thought this was a really interesting question, <coughs> just well, by the way. You know what cool immediately concept. springs to mind here mm-hmm. is the great tragedy, the, the what if, if you will, of do you remember in about 2010... There was a really middle-of-the-road, lackluster movie of Robin Hood with Russell Crowe. Yes, vaguely. So, the sad thing about that movie is how it began and how it ended are two completely different movies. And it began, it was sold as a script called Nottingham. And it was actually the Robin Hood story, but told through the eyes of the Sheriff of Nottingham, in which Robin Hood is the villain. And he is trying to hunt down Robin Hood and his his men of, like, the, the thieves... He's merry men. He's merry men. And Robin Hood is kind of like a little bit villainous and dark and it's kind of like a, a twist on it, which is a okay. really interesting way to do Robin Hood. But the yeah, problem is yeah. they then uh, they got Ridley Scott on board and it got a big budget and the studios were like, well, if we're making a Robin Hood movie, 
Robin Hood is the main character. That's just how it goes. <laughs> and they completely undid the, what, what I think would be a really interesting movie. Yeah. Oh, my God. That fr- and now, that's so annoying. <laughs> it's, it's remembered as being very unmemorable. It's yeah. just like such a nothing yeah. movie. You know that Robin Hood movie? It's like all the other Robin Hood movies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, wow, that's so disappointing because, yeah, that would be such a great one. Yeah. Uh, on, on that topic, perhaps, of outlaws, it'd be interesting to see an Australian story about Ned Kelly told from the police's yeah. perspective where yeah. he went around killing people yeah. and robbing. Specifically <laughs> killing cops. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah For some that- reason, we, we see this outlaw... As a as a great kind of uh, person that that we we do consider him like the Robin Hood, but yeah. we we just gloss over all the gritty details. <laughs> yeah, well that 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 story has a lot of weird kind of inc- like like uh, like factors that that make it a really complicated story. I think, but you're right because it's always told from the the perspective just in case people don't know ned kelly was a bush ranger uh that that went on a uh, essentially like a crime <laughs> bank robbing spree after killing two police officers and was like the most wanted man in the country for like a year or so uh and then was eventually hung and became like a folk hero because essentially the the idea is that he stood up to power like people were yeah. being oppressed and he stood up to power uh, That's the idea, but also I think it's mainly because he made this really cool suit of armor. He did. So he is like the original Iron Man. You know, in the first Iron Man where he comes out of the cave in the big iron armor and they're all shooting at him. So, yeah, during their last bank robbery, uh, him and his band of, of uh, you know uh, robbers all put on iron armor and went outside and started shooting the cops and the cops couldn't kill them because all the bullets are bouncing off. So, yeah, he essentially was like the prototype Iron Man but with a big mm. bushy beard. Pretty surprising that a nation full of convicts would support an outlaw. <laughs> yeah, pretty, that's true. That's pretty bizarre it? concept there, hey? Like, like, <laughs> yeah, I've actually, I've, I've never thought of it that way because it is always odd that like one of our national heroes is a guy who yeah. murdered police. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it right. actually, yeah, given our history, uh, that actually <laughs> yeah. makes a lot of sense now. Quite fitting, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> he murdered so many uh, police. Yeah, what a champ. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, so proud right. of him. <laughs> um but uh yeah but getting back to this question i did think it was quite uh interesting um i did think that it, it's kind of flawed with certain movies right because if, if you think about star wars right yeah where theoretically on the surface you could tell this story uh from the villain's point of view and i think of not just telling it from the villain's point of view but trying to understand the villain's motives Mm -hmm. as being uh good and humane yeah um but in star wars there is some like very like tropey evil characters that like they talk like this and the the evil will come out and we will destroy you all when when you get to the uh, like in in the in the later original ones the emperor like he's got the big cloak on he's like good good Camber, I think I did that impression pretty spot on yeah. before you did that. So I'd appreciate it if you didn't steal my thunder next Sorry. time. Um, but, uh, but yeah, that's exactly my point, right? Like, yeah. I think that you can't really retell that story where the villain is like good or like what you would have to do it in some way like that 
kind of uh, explained why he seemed so very obnoxiously evil. Yeah. Um, which actually, you know what? Thinking about it, the most recent uh, Joker film, they kind of do tell from his perspective mm. and they talk about... Well, like, obviously he's always been considered uh, somebody with, like, a mental illness sort of, um, but they really cri- tried to... So, like, why he laughed so often was yeah. kind of a condition of yeah. that. And they actually did try to kind of explain why he was evil as such. Yeah, kind of an interesting idea as well. Um, so, there, there are some examples of this. Uh, in fact, if you want an example of this working, look at one of the most famous musicals of all time, Wicked. Which right, is essentially yes. the story of the Wizard of Oz, but told from the perspective of the Wicked Witch of the East. Or the West, yeah. sorry. Uh, which, again, is like a... That that story's been told over and over and over again, but that was like a really fresh way to do it. Mm. Uh, but there's even uh, there was a, two movies, uh, God, maybe 15 years or so now, uh, by directed by Clint Eastwood. One is called Flags of Our Fathers, which is kind of a generic World War Two movie about Americans yep. fighting the Japanese. But then about six months later, he released a movie called Letters from Iwo Jima, which is the same story, but told from the Japanese point of view of the same battle. And the Japanese yeah, people cool. are the good people in that story, which is actually the better movie, but it's it's better when you've watched the other one as well. <laughs> right, okay, yeah, yeah. Like, if that, that makes that's sense. interesting. Yeah, because you've seen the more generic Americanized version of it, I suppose, and then you watch the second one from the Japanese point of view, and you see yeah. how that's t- really twisted to, in the Japanese yeah. perspective. It's really interesting. How about the idea of, like, George Orwell's 1984? Yeah, but from the point of view of Big Brother. (laughs) Yeah. Being like, everything is in control, and that's good. (laughs) Well, I think that would be such an interesting concept. I I suppose, has that been a major movie? I mean, there's V for Vendetta, right? Which is, like, kind of... Yeah, uh, Orwellian. Basically the same sort of concept. Yeah, but but yeah, Um, it's, it's, it's also been a movie in the 80s, I think. Oh, it was okay, right? Yeah, um, fitting actually. Where right? where was that when I was going through high school and was forced to read the book? <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I, I I like the idea of exploring the opposite side of that story because yeah. you don't have to like in the book you don't have to explain necessarily why the government is like trying to control people, mm-hmm. but I think that it is a it would it's so ripe for being explored because you know like there's probably disasters that have gone on in the world because the people were you know not oppressed (laughs) and like there would be this slow build-up as to how it got to where it is and like very like logical reasoning behind that it's it's a prequel it's a prequel so are you suggesting that we write 1983 I'm suggesting we give somebody else the idea and claim the money for it. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, just quickly, Nelson, do you know what year the movie 1984 was released? Uh, the the movie. Yeah. Um, just really. 1984. It. it was. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. It was released in 1984, which I find funny because you know how when you look something up on IMDb, it says the title of the film and then in brackets the year it was released. Yeah. This one just says 1984, Fake. brackets 1984. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> the brackets must be for the hearing impaired or something. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, yeah, it is disappointing when you get to the year that a book or story is told, like 2001 A Space Odyssey. Yeah. 2015, when we all expected to have Mattel hoverboards, as promised in Back to the Future Part 2. So disappointing. So disappointing. We got here. Not even flying cars, Camber. Yeah. Like, I remember when 2015 rolled around and Michael J. Fox and Christopher Lloyd did come out and make some appearances and stuff. And you're like, this is all funny and stuff, but you guys promised some big stuff that you have <laughs> yeah. not delivered on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's cool we that are you're holding on Jimmy- you accountable. Yeah. It's cool that you're on Jimmy Kimmel, but I really <laughs> yeah. want that hoverboard. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, here's another one, Cambo. This was cross-posted to us by Mostly Vague, but it was originally by Bomberman64 was decent. <laughs> 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 I actually love that name. That's yeah. so good. Uh, if, if if humans lived to be 500 years old, what hobbies would you get around to getting good at? Oh, well, I think that the, the whole, uh, you know, COVID-19 shutdown is a good microcosm of this. Yeah. Because I yeah, think there's true. a lot, of, like, I th- we've talked about this before, I think, is what this shutdown has made you realize is there are some things you've always told yourself to get around to that you now need to admit you don't want to do. Yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah, it's like oh, I guess I, I actually never wanted to take up rowing after all because <laughs> you know, I could, but I won't. Yeah, I've got all the time. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah actually, I think um, uh, that's such a good point. I I see. In fact, I was talking to um, the the coffee lady downstairs, uh, and we were talking about how. Other people seem to have been using this time productively. Like I see online on Reddit quite often, people are like, oh, I learned to do this fun thing, like origami during yeah. lockdown or something like that. And and because I've still been working the whole time, I, I have a little bit more time than usual, but still I kind of feel like, I was like, oh, I want something to go horribly wrong at my work so I'm forced to take a few weeks off like I'm very appreciative I still have my job I know there's a lot of people struggling out there but I want to learn how to origami (laughs) have you ever had the want because I've always kind of had this want to secretly learn a skill and then implement it really casually and play it off like it's no big thing Okay. So yeah, yeah. like like instance, a piano like thing like a- Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, yeah, yeah. Say you learn to play piano and you learn to play it quite well. And then one yeah. time say you're at like a house or a party or whatever and there's a piano there and it, and it almost jokingly you're like, "Oh, I'll play a little ditty." And then you play something really good. And everyone's like, yeah. "I didn't know you could play the piano." And you're like, "Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah." Like you actually no, I think cool you, I think you should play it off as like, "Oh, I've just seen videos." Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, or yeah, what if someone goes, "I didn't know you could play the piano." And you look at your hands and you go, me neither. Oh my, <laughs> yes, oh my god. <laughs> that that's a good one. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, I think. Um, see, here's my problem, right? Yeah. If I was to really think about it, one one thing that I've always uh, wanted to do is to learn programming. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's kind of why uh, regular listeners will know I like Excel so much is because there's kind of this element of like making things efficient or making things do stuff that you wanted to do yeah. through data. I find that really interesting. Uh, and so the the next progression from there is any kind of like programming like, like C++ or anything like that. The problem is like obviously I'm not doing it now because I'm lazy the idea of this question is that well if you've got 500 years you know you'll eventually get around to it the problem is that 
programming will definitely change between now and 500 years time. Yeah. So I'm just going to like forever be on the back foot of like, all right, this year I'm going to learn programming that, that, and then yeah. I'll do a little bit and then it'll be like, oh, next month we've got this new programming program. That That's why you need to learn something that isn't modular like that. You need to learn something that is a strict skill, like say juggling. Like juggling isn't going to change anytime soon. And if you learn to juggle, it'll in 500 years, you can still juggle. And yeah, even, but if there, even if there are minute things that won't be too different that I think you could probably adapt, you know what I mean? Whereas programming is so like constantly changing. Yeah. That, yeah, you could learn it now and then not program for a year and then be kind of out of the loop. Yeah. I think um, the thing is, Camby, you're, what you're not thinking about is in 500 years, if jugglers are only juggling beanbags, they'll be basically the scum of the earth. So <laughs> I think you misunderestimate how how much juggling may evolve, you know? In, I'm surprised that juggling is still yeah. around. Like, yeah, actually, I understand. So ridiculous. <laughs> I understand in, like, you know, the me- medieval court and a jester came out and he juggled some things and people were like, oh, well, there's literally nothing else to do. You know, <laughs> yeah. like TV isn't around, etc. <laughs> this is what they said at the time. Yeah, Community's <laughs> up to season five. I don't want to watch that. <laughs> I understand um, that juggling was like a, a, a fun, kooky novelty. But the yeah. fact that it is still a thing is very th- surprising. I think what happened was that one guy started juggling chainsaws and they were like, well, that's it. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's the peak. Mm. There's no more point of juggling anymore because we've done it. We've completed juggling. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's what happened. Uh, Anyway, Camper, we should move on to Today I Advice. So now it's time for Today I Learned. Today I Learned. And also sometimes advice. This today I learned was, hmm, I'm not sure if somebody cross-pasted this. Anyway, it's by Iceburn. Today I learned about Faye McKenzie, whose movie career lasted 100 years. She was in a silent movie in 1918 as an infant and was in over 50 films, ending with a cameo in 2018. She lived to be 101. Well, you know what, Nelson? Yep. I've never heard of her. I've never heard of her either. <laughs> Failure. Failure, if I you mean, ask me. If you, if you don't make it in 100 years, you really have to think, is this for you? You may as well die. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Actually, I see what's happened. Um, it doesn't say by natural causes, Camber. <laughs> she could have just been really depressed <laughs> oh, with no. her career. Yeah. She was trying so she- hard. And the last thing she could get is a cameo? Yeah, she missed mm-hmm. out on that last pilot for a TV show that she really wanted. And she's like, it's been a hundred years. Yeah. I don't know if this is going to (laughs) happen. Yeah. Um, And I also, I think the fact that they didn't name any of the films that she was in also suggests that, yeah, you could work steadily as an actor, but that doesn't necessarily mean you're a successful, like known actor. I think there are a lot of people that are like that. They just oh, yeah. kind of live their life as an actor, but they're not ever like super famous and and, and may not even necessarily w- want to be that like super famous actor. Yeah. They just kind of have well, some casual parts here and there and that's that's their occupation. I urge people to look up a guy called Jesse Hyman. 
Uh, that, that's his name. Oh, I've uh, had, I have, think I have, have heard of him before. Yeah, he's an extra. And you'll recognize him from being an extra in pretty much everything you've ever watched. And, <laughs> yeah. and once you know his face, you see him everywhere. He's yeah. in so many things. In fact, I... I was watching a show just the other day and he popped up as like a, a featured extra in that as well with like you know, proper lines and everything. And I was kind of like, yeah. oh, you did it. You got a line, you know. Do you reckon it's kind of like a, a joke at this point where, where you know, producers or casters are like, well, let's, let's check Jesse in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and people, and if people uh, don't like, he's kind of like a, a slightly chubby, redhead, curly, like he stands out a lot, which is really interesting for an extra. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where the idea is to blend in completely. He's he really stands out in every scene. But um, That's why they yeah. have to give him a line. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like people keep noticing him, make him say something. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, like I, I would say that he's probably had a career that's, you know, 20 years or so, but that doesn't necessarily mean he's like a successful actor. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm right. sure that he has rent concerns just like anyone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I promise I can pay next next month. Yeah. I'm in the background of Community Batwoman, Season yeah. 9. <laughs> I think he is in Community. He probably is. Yeah. He's in, well, he's in uh, everything. <laughs> um, here's what I'm thinking, though, Cambo. When I see a challenge, I like to accept that challenge and defeat it metaphorically. Here's what I was thinking we could do. is yeah. um, <clears throat> So, her career lasted 100 years. Yeah, I, I've been in a film maybe more than one i can't remember some crappy australian one actually you have two right you're in, yeah. you're an extra in something yeah okay so we've both started our film career yeah. is the thing yeah she uh, she did as an infant which is really hard to beat though well cambo this is where my genius comes okay. in handy yeah. all we have to do is uh green screen ourselves <laughs> doing mundane tasks in the background <laughs> just like yeah you know just you and i having a casual conversation yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll mumble rhubarb to each other a lot yeah. i've heard that's the trick yeah. yeah uh maybe you know one of us takes a sip of coffee and then spits it out yeah that could yeah. be used for something yeah there's just various reactions yeah shocked <gasps> oh my god i can't believe they said that Look out, Spider-Man. We can say that. And maybe we'll be in the back of a Spider-Man movie one day. Who oh, my knows? God. We could be in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. <laughs> <laughs> in fact, now that you say that, all our green screens should be Marvel related. <laughs> Doc, oh Captain my. America. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, so I think this is the way to really circumvent. Yeah. And then we could be those guys, like that Jesse guy, you know. Yeah. We could be the guys that are like, oh, hey, you know those guys that died a thousand years ago? <laughs> How about we put them in the background yeah. as a bit of a lark? In the meantime, we'll shoot ourselves on a green screen reacting to various things in the Marvel Universe. And yeah. if people could take those clips and, and constantly send them to the Marvel casting crew, <laughs> that would yeah. be much appreciated. Yeah, yeah, that'd be that'd be mm. great. Um, yeah, what, what, Cambo, what's, all right. Look, I've thought about it. Out of yeah. out of most of our ideas, I think we should do this. One. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, like, like we, we need to think about what's coming up. I know the Eternals is coming up. Uh, it's recently been delayed, but you know, Black Widow's probably done. You know what I mean? Yeah, like they're yeah. probably finished, but the Eternals. So we'll, we'll 
put ourselves on a green screen. We'll say, look out, the Eternals. I don't know much about them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. Um, yeah, that's great. Just pointing pointing to the sky, yeah. in fact, could you could be put in any Marvel universe. Here's one that will get us into a, into a lot of movies, I think. He's getting away! Oh, great. Yeah, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I... Just scream. We could, we could invent the new Wilhelm scream, <laughs> where we scream, but yeah. on a green screen, and they yeah. use us in every horror film. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Okay, I, I just All like right. the idea that we could be composited into crowd scenes. You know? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we need to be. That'd be really hard to green screen. We'd have to be like squished together so that they could very carefully sort of Nelson. cut us in between two people. Nelson, that's not our problem. Oh yeah, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, I, I was thinking we kind of been going for a little while already. Yeah, you want to move on? Uh, nah, screw it. Who am I to care about? <laughs> <laughs> okay, this next one is by Shammy Jane. Uh, and it's some advice. Uh, my boyfriend named my coochie Cersei from Game of Thrones. I've told him it's a turnoff and he won't stop. Help. Okay, now this is interesting. This opens up so much. Because I think the way around this is to give his penis a nickname. But you got to pick the right one. And it needs to be Game I, of Thrones related. I've got it. I'm and assuming we're going to say the same thing, but you yeah. Uh, well, I, I'm I'm saying the obvious answer is Jamie Lannister, right? That's what I was going to say. Yeah, because then it makes it weird for him. But yeah, yeah, yeah. If he's a fan of Cersei Lannister, he probably knows that. And the real question is, is that what he's thinking in his head? Oh my god, he's already he's already into the interrelational uh, sex yeah. campaign. See, he's already the, the, named his penis Jamie. This is the risk that you run. Being like, all right, well, if I'm Cersei, you're Jamie, and he goes, yes, <laughs> then you've got mm. a real conversation to have. Okay, yeah, that is a problem. Yeah, but if you were to name his penis Bran Stark, no one wants to be Bran Stark. Nobody, even at the end, when he's <laughs> spoilers crowned, yeah, the king. It's like he, nobody still likes him. I reckon. <laughs> I, re- I imagine in that universe, you don't see it obviously because that's where the story ends, supposedly, but yeah. everybody just leaves. Yeah. They or just leave what, the kingdom. What, what if um, you name it after Peter Dinklage's character, right? Mm, oh, yeah. Cause implying. Because then you say, look, I enjoy it, but it's small. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, okay, that's pretty good. That's yeah. pretty good, but still incestuous. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, that <laughs> makes it double as bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, boy. I tell you what. Uh, Shammy Jane, you've got yourself in a pickle. Yeah, you've got yourself um, a real pickle. <laughs> this, is, this is a problem. Is there something else that she could call her coochie that maybe could could uh, prevent you? Maybe even just personally, Camber, you're like, I'm not putting my penis in something named yeah, okay, yeah. Now you finish that sentence. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, <laughs> but quickly, Camber, we're on a podcast <laughs> and the timing is important. <laughs> uh, and no, Jaws. <laughs> okay. Either the yeah. shark or the Bond villain. They're both fine. They're great. How about how about off yogurt? 
<laughs> don't, as we've discovered on Reddit, don't name it coconut because that will not stop people putting their penis inside it. In fact, more people might try. Yeah. Um, or the other thing I think you can do if, if you want to go kind of like you know, mental warfare is I think that if he's naming your coochie after an, a character from Game of Thrones, maybe a little bit of a nerd, right? And if there's one yeah. thing that I think that angers nerd is when you confuse properties with each other. So you mm. should keep like, like, all right, well, I'm going to name yours after Game of Thrones. Your penis is called Gandalf. And because you just know he'd be like, well, mm, I, I see what you're saying, but technically Gandalf is Lord of the Rings. And he'd be like, I don't, I don't think so. I think your penis is Gandalf from yeah, Gandalf. Game of Thrones. And, and, and then what he'll, he'll, you'll see here the, the kind of cogs working behind mm. the scenes uh, in the back of his mind. And he'll eventually kind of sigh and be like, okay. And then you say, I mean, Gandalf the Grey. <laughs> and then, oh man, he and will then, be. And then, here's the be- call. Okay, call it Gandalf, and say yeah. that you think Gandalf is from uh, Game of Thrones. That that'll that'll kick him. Yeah. But then, when when he goes to have sex with you, stop him just before, and say you shall not pass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good. I think Can that's so it's it's very rare that we give advice that solves <laughs> what are you problems. Talking about now? So I feel week in, but week out, we give advice that solves problems. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, okay, that's true. But none of them is so well uh done as this one. Um so you're welcome, is what we want to say. Uh okay, Campbell, let's get into shower thoughts. This shower thought was cross-posted to us by Mostly Vague, uh, but was by the Reddit user Dr. Awkward 404 Under new management signs are the tactful way of saying, we know the last owners were shit, but give us a chance. <laughs> I yeah yeah I I always do think this whenever I see that sign I also take it as a, a way to say like if you have something ongoing with the old establishment that's gone yeah yeah <laughs> like if you had an old yeah, agreement yeah, yeah. or even an old grudge like in this case saying that yeah they're shit but if like if they mm. say it was like a, a, a liquor store and they always sold you alcohol even though you're underage it's your way of being like well that's gone yeah. Like like yeah, a, yeah. We've, any we've standing relationship that. you think you had, that's cool. Mm. In fact, this is probably a notice to people that are about to sell their business to uh, new management is promise people <laughs> stuff. <laughs> you just yeah. absolutely not going to yeah, follow yeah. through it, with say it. Someone, I mean, uh, say you're like an electronic retailer and you're selling your business in like mm-hmm. a week and someone comes in looking at a TV and you're like, you know what? 70% of this TV, come back in two weeks. 70% off the TV. That's, yeah. a, that's a promise. Yeah, yeah. That's Guaranteed. A Here, take this written, take this written affidavit. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Um, I almost see this under new management sign. I want to say almost exclusively on fish and chip shops. <laughs> it is always, I don't know whether that's a staple anywhere mm. else in the world, but in Australia, it's like, I reckon 80% of the time that I see one of those under new management signs, it's yep. for a fish yep. and chip shop. And I'm not even convinced that they do change management. I think it's like, wow, we've annoyed so many people. <laughs> we'll just tell them we've changed. 
and hopefully get their business yeah. back again. So are you saying that once, you know, once, uh, you know, a uh, favorable view of this podcast wanes, we'll just slap an under new management mm-hmm. sign on it. On the on the thumbnail, yeah, we won't change a damn thing. Yeah, but all those people that have been wronged by the podcast I, in the past are like, well, uh, let's see what's going on now. They've got new management now. Yeah, yeah. it it accomplishes two mm-hmm. things, I think. One, for all our poorer episodes, we they can be out. Well, they won't have those again. Okay, yeah. so that's good. But also, uh, they might be like, oh, I didn't even realize they had management. They're actually much more classy than I initially yeah, thought. That, yeah, that's a good point. That's a good so, point. So, it's kind of yeah. a double whammy, um, which I think is good. In fact, every couple of weeks, yeah. I'm in management. <laughs> that's good. That's good. Happens. That's good. Shiny and new. Our listenership yeah, might yeah. skyrocket. And every skyrocket. now and then when people are cottoning on to under new management, we'll do the other vague marketing term that means nothing. New and improved. Yeah, new and improved. Yeah. Or closing yeah, down sale. Want. You know yeah. they're not closing down. And also, this was sell you more shit. <laughs> they cl- it goes closing down sale under new management, <laughs> but nothing's changed. <laughs> uh, okay, here's another one. This is by Tony Byland. Being proactive is rarely rewarded because if your actions avoided a tragedy, there is no tragedy to prove your actions were warranted. <laughs> so then what's the point, I guess, is is the great takeaway. What's the point of ever being proactive if you'll never be rewarded? I do things mainly for the exactly. reward, Nelson. I don't know if you know this about me. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I do everything for, um, for the reward. Uh, this podcast is obviously for the huge podcasting <laughs> bucks. Uh We've yet yep, to cash in. When we do. But any day now, any day now, it's going to happen. Um, but yeah, I think uh, it's such a good point that it's like, it. I feel like there's lots of people that regret, um, you know, maybe not being as proactive or like I'm expanding this to a, a much broader aspect, but like uh, maybe I didn't try hard enough in school or something like that, right? Because it's like, if you did try hard, then you, you've, you're you reaping the benefits yeah. of that. Uh, but that, you know, you could have people that uh, sort of try, it tried really hard their whole lives. And they're like, oh, what have I, what have I missed in my life? In, instead of studying, I could have been experiencing mm. life and I've, you know, ruined all that time. I think kind of the... The idea is that doing anything uh, is really the the issue. Like, don't do anything. <laughs> yeah, that that's a that's a good lesson to take away. You, you've now brought it down to its essence. Don't do anything. <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't do, do anything. Don't yeah. study. Don't pre- be proactive. You, you might regret it. There might yeah. not even be rewards at which, the end Which, of in it. a way, uh, this COVID-19 thing is a blessing. Because now people, you know, you might go, oh, I should go out. And you go, no, don't do that. Don't do anything. Don't do anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't do anything. Yeah. This is the way of life. <laughs> Far better. I quite like that. I quite like that as a life philosophy. Yep. Yeah. As don't I can imagine, I can imagine, say, your eulogy. I'm eulogizing you. You've died young. You've died young and tragic. Okay. 
And I'll say, well, as <laughs> yeah, Nelson yeah, always fair. said, don't do anything. And, and everyone would nod their head. <laughs> no, he did. He did often say that. Yeah. And he often <laughs> didn't he do anything. He lived, he lived the words he spoke. That's, in fact, that's why he died. <laughs> he was bleeding he out. Sh- he should have <laughs> <laughs> left the house when it was on fire. He just didn't do anything. <laughs> um, uh, okay, Gambo, let's get into podnapping. Oh, oh my God, I'm being podnapped. Podnapping. This is Podnapping, where we nap a pod. I don't even know why I'm introducing it as that anymore. I very rarely <laughs> take segments from another podcast and yeah. do them myself, even though that's yeah. what this segment's about. Um, oh, no, wait. Technicality, I remember. Camber, you, you would know. So a couple of weeks ago when our episode uh, effed up, we uh, did, uh, uh, I did my Podnapping segment, and I'm betting you thought... That was not a great podnapping segment, but now that Nelson's had two weeks off, he'll probably come back yeah. with a better. I would think that until I saw the show notes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Then it was, then it was very obvious that uh, I had just <laughs> kept the same because yeah, yeah. Couldn't think of yeah else. Okay, so so actually, so there was there just was for context some. for those that didn't, you know didn't have the the benefit of listening to the other half of the the shorter episode a few weeks ago. During the episode, you said, oh, I, I don't know about this segment. I don't know if it's going to work. And then we did it. And then you said, oh, yeah. look, I don't know if it worked that well. And then the next week we mentioned it. And you're like, oh, thank God that didn't happen. And after all of that, you've kept yeah. it. You know what my philosophy is, Cameron? Don't do anything. That means redoing a podcast segment <laughs> that uh, yeah. you could fix. So... Uh, anyway, this podnapping segment is, and loophole, I did come up with the idea and then searched a podcast and turns out there is a podcast titled, Would You Rather? <laughs> so I'm not really doing anything against the rules, mm-hmm. if you think about it. Um, but obviously I've just put in a bunch of Would You Rather questions I found from a website and we're going to do them. Yep. So so essentially, you just you cotton on to the fact that people quite like to pose would you rather questions to us from time to time. And you've decided just to make yes. a, uh, yes. You've decided, well, that would make a good podcast. Obviously, everything ever has already been a podcast, so you're covered there. Yeah. Uh, so we're reverse engineered. Yeah. We're podnapping. We should make out uh, a podcast that you've listened to about five minutes of. <laughs> oh, not even, I don't even yeah. think I got through yeah. the first minute. I kind of scrubbed through and I was like, I, I, I realized after listening to just a tiny amount, I was like, why am I listening to this? I don't need to listen to this podcast to understand the concept. I know what the concept yeah. is already. <laughs> so I immediately stopped listening. Okay, so, so how do you want to do this? Do you um, want to go one by one or do you just want to read them all? Or how do you want to do it? Um, I'm going to okay. read them all to you. And I feel like that makes it a bit more like sure. it's my segment, <laughs> even though it's just... <laughs> Yeah, it's just got that. I'm, I'm assuming. I'm yeah, assuming. I, look, can I just say I've you got didn't a, write these. You went to a website of "Would you rather" questions. Is that correct? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah. Okay, so you yeah, you you, you haven't correct. invented the segment. <laughs> You've gone to a website and copy and pasted, mm. and then reverse Google searched <laughs> to make sure it was a podcast. Yeah. I, I appreciate how yeah. how far you went to not do work. Yeah, do nothing, camping. <laughs> just do nothing. Uh <laughs> 
So, um, I, I, I'm just going to say, I do have a couple of podca- podnapping ideas, but they just take a little bit more time, which I didn't yep. have. Okay? So, just you wait. The next thing going to be right. brilliant. Everyone hold, hold him to that. <sighs> okay. Would you rather that uh, aliens, uh, the aliens that make first contact be robotic or organic? Would I rather the aliens that make first contact be robotic or organic? So you may yep. call me a pessimist here, but my mind goes to what okay. is easier to destroy. And oh, I, I don't know why, but okay. I get the feeling that organic is easier to, to destroy. You know what I mean? Because mm. robots have the potential of being yeah. like a network. So you shoot one yeah. alien in the back of the head while it's looking the wrong way. And all of the robots yeah. get alerted to that. But organic, you shoot him yeah. in the back of the head while he's not looking. No one knows. You bury him in the desert. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and exactly. then when the second alien... That's, that's actually how you kill all the aliens. <laughs> shoot them in the back of the head The second in alien the comes being like, what happened to the first alien we sent down here? And you just like, oh, we never saw an alien. We don't know what you're talking about. Oh, is that him over there? <laughs> uh, that's yeah, a pretty good yeah, plan, you. Cambo. But you're forgetting that we can just black out the sky, which worked pretty well in the Matrix. <laughs> so is is that okay? So, so if they're robots, we black out the sky. Yeah, yeah. That, that's I, like that one. Yeah, the Matrix. Yeah. That's if they're like solar powered robots. I mean, they've got to get energy from somewhere, can't they? They're obviously units. I didn't watch the third Matrix. <laughs> I'm, I'm unfamiliar with how the robots are defeated, other than now I've, I've now learned that they black out the sky. It's in the... Okay, well, look, it's in the first Matrix, and also uh, they don't defeat them. That's when they start using the energy of humans to survive. That's actually kind of the point of the movie, is that is that the the... Robots attacked mm-hmm. humans, and so the humans blotted out the sky so that they could get no power oh, from sorry, solar I energy. Thought, yeah, yeah. So with their remaining energy, they get that yeah. from the humans, yeah. and yeah, then they yeah, create I the matrix. So I, I thought you were saying in the final battle of the third matrix, which again I haven't seen. That was the climax, which I was <laughs> going to say is very weird, but I wouldn't put it beyond it. I can't, I can't believe that you haven't. Enough seen Enough people matrix. told me not to. Have you ever had a film like that? I, it wasn't even that bad. I don't think it was horrible. I've seen far worse movies. Look, I look. I, Season six <laughs> of Community is far worse. <laughs> I, assume, I haven't watched it. Obviously, <laughs> enough people warned me not to. <laughs> um, here's what I'd like. See, you're thinking, Cambo, that mm. aliens well, will take you know over the world. I've been taught by mm. the best movie in the world, Signs. To be very cautious of alien mm. invasion. Well, obviously, if we were going by that, babies, we definitely want the organic life form because they don't fucking yeah. like water. I don't reckon they're, robots they're, like water, to be fair. That's true. But See, water solves like all. They could just Signs was correct. <laughs> yes. Well, I mean... They could just... It would be fine. <laughs> Robots, I think, would be yeah, waterproof yeah. if yeah, they're yeah. traveling. If they've conquered interstellar travel, they've probably conquered waterproofing <laughs> a robot shell. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you're, you're assuming that they're going to take over. What I'm imagining is we get Transformers, yep. which are actually alien mm. life form, 
Uh, and uh, then we've got kind of just cool robots so, hanging around. Some are evil, but name a Transformers where the Autobots don't well, win. It's interesting you bring up Transformers because they are you can't think the of one example of an alien that is kind of an organic and a robotic life form. Yeah, those, those yeah, I would say those and Daleks are probably the only two examples <laughs> that, that fit yeah. both bills. And I would much rather a Transformer no, than a Dalek. Aren't Daleks just yeah, wearing yeah, I think a so robotic too. It's like a chassis shell? Or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, <laughs> oh, only nerds will get that conversation. <laughs> Freaking yeah. nerds. Uh, anyway, here's another. Would you rather? Would you rather be able to control animals with your mind, not humans, or control electronics with your mind? Um, animals, I think, because I think I, I well, here's the thing, Nelson. I think technology is, is going to evolve to the point where that's what they're trying to do, right? They're essentially trying to get you mm-hmm. to be able to control electronics as effortlessly as possible. But animals, you'll never mm-hmm. they, they they won't evolve in that way. So then, down the line, uh, if you've got electronics that you can kind of you know, like like the AR um, uh, uh, contact lenses and stuff. You have that advantage too, but also you control animals. Uh, his thing, Cambo, put a little cap that communicates with the animal via electronics. <laughs> you can control yeah, animals okay. too. Also, I didn't consider this. You know what's electronic is a lot of banking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, That's yeah, the yeah, number yeah. one reason why I'm going straight <laughs> to electronics. <laughs> I'll walk up to an ATM, disable the camera, obviously, obviously that's inside, that's identifying mm-hmm. my face, take out a few hundred dollars. I'm done. A few hundred is very restraint of you. It can, but you don't want to take too much because otherwise they'll, they'll like narrow you down. Then they'll take you to a government facility and do experiments on you. Like, oh, how's this guy Yeah, but what are they going to do? Lock you in a mind. cage? They'll... Yeah, they'll uh, they'll work it, out some a yeah, wooden it, cage. It'll be like to like Magneto at the end of X Men, where they've got him in the plastic prison. But they'll have like the yeah, old steel, exactly. the old steel, uh, like yeah, big locks. And then the, the irony is, like in Pirates of the Caribbean, they'll put that big key in a dog's mouth. You'd be like, God damn it! If I had a controlled animals, I could have got out of here. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I need to call Cambo. <laughs> um. Okay, uh, here's another one. Would you rather have all the traffic lights you approach turn green, or never have to stand in line Ooh. again? Hmm. It's a good question. I think I would rather mm-hmm. not have to stand in line ever again. Wrong again, Gambo. Okay. But you, you talk me through why, and I'll tell okay. you why you're wrong. <laughs> Um, <laughs> that's actually the name of this segment I've changed it The name of this segment is Kevin's going to say the wrong thing yeah, And yeah. Nelson will correct it um, I'll be honest <laughs> Listen, I'm thinking mainly Of theme parks Yeah Yeah um, Yeah I, but, I knew you'd go the there, problem is Kevin. I've also remembered There's front of the line passes At theme parks <laughs> So you do have that ability now <laughs> Again Here's the problem <laughs> yeah. I keep answering off instinct But still sometimes there's lines with, with, yeah, but even they're with pretty passes, inconsequential lines. Yeah, uh, here's yeah. here's a problem. I keep this just shows how poor my instincts are because I'll answer via instinct and then I'll think about it for a second and go, oh no, hang on. <laughs> hang on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, 
Well, look, let let me explain uh, to you the flaw with this. We need to use yep. logic, okay? Uh, the thing is, if you get every traffic light mm-hmm. you approach uh, to t- uh, mm-hmm. turn green, that's just incredible luck, okay? But if you don't have to stand in line ever again, there is, if you go to Disneyland... There is always going to be lines, right? Unless under exceptional circumstances. So here's what happened. You make this deal with the genie that so often pops up in this show. And you say, oh, I never want to stand a line again. Here's just a couple of things that might happen. Nuclear war breaks out and Disneyland doesn't even, nobody goes there anymore. So you can go to all the theme parks you want, no lines. Number two, he cuts off your legs. <laughs> You're not standing in line anymore. You're sitting in a wheelchair. Number three, getting back to Disney, Sony buys out, in a bizarre twist, the Spider-Man movie mm-hmm. takes off, makes more money than all the other we're, movies we're in combined. It. We're- Sony buys out Disney, then Disneyland turns into some sort of like biblical land and nobody's going on the rides there anyway. So when you line up, there's no point. You've ruined your whole experience just because you chose lines, Cambe. What about this? The world is ending mm-hmm. and they're like, we've got a rocket ship. Yeah. Take off the planet. It is first come, first served. And there's huge lines to get on the rocket ship. Not everyone's going to get on, but I wander up. Not a problem for me. I just hop straight on the the arc that's going to take me off the planet, and I survive the apocalypse. Or, or let, let's say yeah, bunker as well for nuclear war. But she, you're assuming that there's this like magic ability that you'll get to the the front of the line. I'm saying there's like a curse where lines are no <laughs> so, longer so it, relevant. It, it's like anymore. one of those uh, Twilight Zone twists. Yeah, exactly. Well, okay. So, you, uh, so I think the cutting off of your legs is the most so, so likely well, thing to happen. If you make this deal with somebody, they're like, "Sure, you don't have to stand in lines well, what, anymore." Well, jump, what if jump. the other twist is that you get green lights wherever you go, but that just means the lights suddenly change, and there's just always pylon crashes <laughs> in every yeah, intersection yeah. you go through. You're constantly seeing hideous I, I, car I crashes. Yeah. I die in a car crash in the first <laughs> yeah, set of lights I go through after yeah, making the deal. goes green, but that doesn't mean the others go red. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right, yeah. um, okay. <clears throat> anyway, here's another one. Uh, would you rather feet that continue to grow as you got older or hands that continue to grow as you got older? Hmm. I think... I've got quite small hands anyway. Look, look how small my hands are, Nelson. You can see them on the screen. <laughs> so I call you. It small-y, depends because now, small now I'm thinking about, I'm thinking about the, like, the ironic consequences that are going to happen. Because mm-hmm. my, my my instinct, <laughs> yeah. which will inevitably be wrong, is hands. <laughs> oh because God, so I don't really <laughs> wear gloves, so it's easier. Like I don't have to constantly keep buying new, bigger and bigger shoes all the time. Mm. Uh, but yeah. now I'm thinking, what if they blow up to the size of like, you know, <laughs> they're like two, two times the size of my head or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, feet being two times the size of your head would You'd also be very be, stable. Actually, probably You'd not be very as bad. stable. Hard to knock you over. 
Yeah, yeah, that that is true. Well, yeah, I'll get yeah to sorry, a point, then right? it becomes interesting. Then... <laughs> um, okay, look, I was initially going to also say hands, but now that I've committed to this thing of yeah. you being wrong, <laughs> I'm gonna uh, come up with a good argument as to why it should be feet. Um, perfect reason actually. Didn't know why I didn't think about yep. this in the first place. Is if your hands grow larger, then when you masturbate, <laughs> you will become more and more mm. insecure and and uh, unable to it probably Nelson, at some point. Nelson, you know what they that. say about big hands. <laughs> so maybe as so you want as my hands grow. grow bigger, as per the saying, as does all my other things, you know. Mm. That you know what you've got. I'll concede this one. <laughs> this one's yours. <laughs> uh, okay, I have one last one here. <clears throat> Would you rather be alone for the rest of your life, or always be surrounded by annoying people? Mm. I feel like you would do better alone because like you, you like you you are quite a solitary person anyway just by by habit I'm you know? a, <laughs> can I tell you this conversation I had with uh, one of our friends yeah. oh Eden he's been on the show recently uh, just the other day he was saying he was like how do you do it how do you live because he's he hasn't been working so he's been stuck at home a lot and uh, I think like especially he's a very sociable person um, he came on this podcast. We didn't even want him here. I, that's how socially is he. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he just needed the interaction. Um, no, no, but, seriously, uh, go and listen. Yeah, go and listen like, to cancelled movies it? just quickly. Lived... I should point out, go What's and that? listen to cancelled movies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 obviously. Um, but, uh, yeah, so he... Uh, he he was just uh, saying like how do you do it because I've li- I'm living by myself now I've lived by myself for a year yep. previously, um, and he was like I just I don't know how you do it and I was like I don't really know either but I'm just so comfortable in like not having to be around yeah. people and I think that like I I uh, I don't know like I I just surpassed the point I think of like needing other people around like when i see other people and when i you know catch up with you or all my other friends i was like it's great but otherwise like i don't really need <laughs> which is a good place to be that means you've got all the power yeah yeah exactly. you, say, you say that every yeah. time we hang out you're like just to be clear i don't need you yeah <laughs> i i could yeah, be at home by myself that, that right would now. be fine <laughs> i i think i will i, th- um, I, but I think so I would, you're thinking always surrounded no, by i think i people? would probably I think I probably would say by myself because I'm okay by myself, but I guess it's just slightly more untested with me, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Um, I think like, yeah, I think uh, uh, ignoring my kind of already ability to, uh, to be by myself a lot it's starting to sound more depressing <laughs> i've never really said it out loud this many times before uh but being surrounded by annoying people it's no. just not worth it i feel like you can have a more satisfying life life without annoying people anywho that's it for the would you rather <laughs> podcast you can search this podcast by typing would you rather in like any podcasting app you probably could also try searching would you rather but we're drunk that might also 
turn up with results. Yeah. Would you probably. rather, but there, it's like uh, six people and there's only one microphone. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, okay, Gambo, now it's time for Ask Me Anything, where listeners listeners of the show, just like you, listener, can write in and ask us I don't anything know if you, you want. I can't believe this, Nelson, but Zachary had the audacity to write in. He said, <laughs> said Dear can't Nelson and Michael, it. which uh, he called me by my first name, which is rare on the show. Uh, Oh, he, you're, you're party pies everyone, yeah. everyone knows me as party pies uh, He wants to know Do you guys have a hidden talent? Example, piano, woodwork The ability to make a perfect coffee, etc Salutations from Canada, Zachary uh, Nelson, do you have a hidden talent? Yep no, I hidden. can do this it's, Sometimes under the right circumstances hidden. Hidden. Either after I've brushed my teeth Or no, after Nelson, I've Nelson. drinking here's, here's some, the thing. Here's like the thing. a soda it's hidden, so you don't tell anyone. You just He just wants to know, do we have one? He didn't ask what it was. Yeah, I'm leading people to guess what that means. So, I, I can only do this after brushing my teeth or drinking like soda or something syrupy. You, you <laughs> decide what my talent is. <laughs> yeah, but you can't think of it. Also, you can sing. It's, n- it's a little bit gross. Yeah, I mean, I'm assuming it's belching. No. Nope. I oh, yeah, brush my teeth. I was mainly thinking the other thing. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, something oral. Yes. Uh, <laughs> after brushing, <laughs> I like that this is turned into brushing, a game. Sorry, sorry, What's the weird thing? After brushing your teeth, mouth. that's the one that's really throwing me. Mm. Is it smile a brilliant smile? <laughs> okay, but that's not a hidden <laughs> talent. Um. This is what I do day to day. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I <laughs> okay, well, Camber, look, I can tell you, but yeah, you yeah, can't yeah. tell anybody else because it yeah, is my yeah, hidden yeah. talent. Uh, I can blow spit bubbles off my tongue. Oh, really? But there needs to be a bit of like some sort of syrupy kind of, uh, you know, flavor. Mm. I can't just have clean thing saliva. Is, it's super gross. A friend taught me how Nelson, to do it. You've labeled super that gross. as a talent. And <laughs> is that not a talent, Cambo? <laughs> it's a thing you can do. Can you do that? Okay, I, <laughs> I, I'm annoyed that you've had to make me do this. You're furiously typing. Talent definition: natural aptitude or skill. Is it a skill? Is it a is skill? That, a skill would imply it's that it's useful skill. in some way, right? Can you do? Oh, okay, <laughs> skill definition. Definition: the ability to do something well, uh, expertise. I can do it well, Camper. <laughs> you can't even do it at well, all. I've, I guess I've never tried, and I, and I shan't. No, yeah, I'm, try. Because I haven't had any syrupy, have I? Go, well, on, go brush my teeth. <laughs> you can't then. I guess you can't. Well, you do it now. Do it right now. <laughs> okay. Oh my god! Wait, I might have. I did have a honey tea just before this, so this might be okay. Uh, by the way, right. by the way, it's gonna be a little bit of this silence. This is only listeners. for my benefit. Uh, hey, hey, you did it. Uh, yeah, oh, I can, very I, close. I, I can, very, it keeps I, popping I on my tongue, but I can get it to float off. This is okay. the most uninteresting thing we've it's ever done for crazy. the listeners. <laughs> it is. It is. <laughs> Do you know the funniest thing? I actually remember once doing this. So I don't know why, but my, like my friend taught me how to do, do it. And so I was like, okay. And the the funniest thing happened one time because it was like only me, my friend, and one of my other friends that really knew that we could do this. And we were in a conversation 
these two other friends and then like some other person i want to say it was like an authority figure of some sort i wasn't sure who maybe like a, a manager yeah. or something i don't know and um i had just been in the habit of blowing bubbles at like which is honestly a really gross thing to get in the habit of doing and so i blew one and it kind of flew up and then gently in the center of our group kind of floated <laughs> down and then popped in thin air but the funniest thing was this person's eyes just watch didn't know where the bubble came from didn't see it be blown out of my mouth but just watched it as it seemingly this bubble came from nowhere and then popped in the middle of the group and this person like furrowed their brow like i cannot understand what's going on here what in the world just made a bubble like drop from the ceiling basically and uh it was really well, there funny. you go blowing, blowing bubbles on your tongue yeah, what can you do, Cambo? About nothing as good as that. Yeah, I don't know if there's anything as good as that. I'm trying to think. I feel like I have like small hobbies, but they're not that interesting. I think the one that surprises people most, although I haven't done it in a few years, is I can ride a horse. Oh yes, yeah, see, like, that's, a good uh, that's a good one. That's a hidden yeah, talent. Yeah, because like something that I don't think you'd expect of me is that we grew up with a horse. Well, we actually grew up with a few horses. Yeah, um, like. I think you, I did you, know that. No, you knew yeah. it because you've known me for, you know, what, like 13 years. For yeah. three years since we started this yeah, podcast. Yeah, exactly. We didn't know each other on episode one. Um, <laughs> yeah, so we grew up, we had like maybe three or four horses throughout my childhood. So we've always had horses around. And again, I haven't done it in years and years, but it's like riding a horse, Nelson. You just get back on and, and you, it kind of kicks back in. But like, like uh, yeah, you know, yeah. more than just the standard trail ride where you, big, the big, you wear the big helmet and it just plots along on a trail like i can i can ride a horse yeah not not losers horse riding as i mm. like to call it trail riding real horse riding. yeah um <clears throat> okay that's good we've both got hidden talents i think i think better, so but um <laughs> uh okay uh i have one here it's by varen vanga Wait, wait. Did we learn the pronunciation of this last week? I think we did. Possibly. It's like Varun. Yeah, I think it's like Varun. I think it's Varun. Anyway. Uh, Varun. Uh, I also wanted to ask. Yeah, see, this was meant to be part of the last email and I totally just forgot. So, uh, I know you don't do add a lot of relationship advice, um, but I need some advice. He said... He can't get over his ex. Background. I dated her for three months and we got along really well. After two months, I got the news that we were moving to another state. And I told her what I didn't tell her. I should have told her from the beginning is that I was bi. I was really ashamed of that side and it, I hadn't come out to my parents then. I think one of my friends told her, highly doubt it, but possible. Well, all that aside, we broke up the day I was moving and I couldn't bear it to make myself better. I told myself that I would find someone in the new school, but I haven't. It's been one year and I'm still not over her. I really don't think, uh, I really don't know what to do. My friends say to find someone and until then, I don't know what to do because I expect it to be a long time until I find someone. What should I do to cope? Reddit. This was actually posted to Reddit. It was a screenshot. But we're Reddit. We're responsible we are, for we, Reddit. We speak officially the, on their behalf. 
Yes. Uh, don't yes, tell please them. Please don't tell them that. Because uh, if you tell do. them, the jig is up. Because they 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 also oh, probably yeah. don't know that we use their probably copyright uh, logo. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> um. Here's what I think. I feel like. Uh, I feel like purely by being an older yeah. person, I can uh, give you advice on this, which is that like I've had girls that I've been totally hung up mm. over before. Totally young over, like, you know, months, years, still can't, uh, you know, still think about the relationship that, you know, you might have had with them. Um, But honestly, it just ends up fading away because I think two things happen is like, one, you change as a person a lot. I think like advice that people don't get when they're younger, which they should way more, is like you change heaps as a person when you grow up. Like, it, it seems like you'll always have the same interests and, you know, be around the same types of people and whatever, but that shit just changes so drastically. And uh, and so I think because of that, you end up being interested in somebody else who has those likes that you currently do now. Um, and uh, the other thing is, like, you will eventually just find somebody else. Yeah. It just happens. And, like... I know right now it's super sucky, but the thing is like, there's nothing that we can tell you that will really make you feel better aside from the fact that we know that Yeah, And the the real kick in the balls is that you won't notice it happen. It will just have happened one day. And that's the sucky bit is there isn't a point where you're like, ah, yes, here is the point in which you are over a relationship. But you will find that one day someone will like mention her or something like that, and you just don't really react. You're like, oh yeah, and like, oh, whoa, wait a minute, wait a minute, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And uh, and I mean, I think the other thing that's important to know is unless your hands have grown to twice the size <laughs> of your head, you, you can, can still, still masturbate. masturbate. So- uh, in fact, even if you if they have, I think we've established that your penis goes with you. So. Um, but I, I would say, like, to the advice, I can't get over my ex, what should I do? I think that it's almost a non-answer because the thing is you can get over your ex and you will get over your ex. It just doesn't feel like it right now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so That's it's, like, a it's like a point. non-question yeah, yeah. almost. It's like you, you, you can yeah. get over your ex and you will get over your ex. It's just going to take some time and it's going to suck. It's been a year, which I know sounds like a long time, but the older you get, the, the lesser years really seems like anything. Yes. Do you know what? Okay, slight off topic, but I've always thought about this, was that, uh, you know, they say that the years seem to feel yeah. shorter. And uh, I remember, like, not even that long, maybe like a year ago, I read or somebody pointed out the fact that, like, well, you know, if you're one, then that's one year is 100% yeah. of your life. So it feels so young, so long. And so as you grow up, each year represents a smaller yeah. percentage yeah, of your life. That. And yeah, and that made me so, like, I, that blew my mind when I thought about the concept like that. And I was like, really? Time goes so fast. And like, it will, you know, that w- this one year that it's been, it's probably felt like such a long time. But when you're, you know, 20 or whatever, 
you'd be like, that was just a blip on the radar, you know, of, of the time that I went through. And there's the, the older you get, like, that kind of, those times where you're like, oh, man, I remember being so upset that time. It was, like, such a small part yeah. of your life. But, yeah, I mean, hopefully, I know there's probably advice you hear everywhere, but the reason you hear it everywhere is because it's true. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. So we have another email here from Carson. It says, Little up, fellow beings. I'm currently in the process of binging your show. I am at episode 102 or something. I haven't listened to any of the episodes within the last two years yet, uh, and I'm too lazy to go listen to them now. I'll eventually get to them. I appreciate the laziness here and the admission, Do the admission to the laziness. Anyway, they have a few yeah. questions for us. Uh, the uh, <laughs> the labeling of which uh, amused me. Number one. Uh, how do you like your current logo? B. <laughs> so I like that switch from numbers to letters. Uh, if you had a servant mm-hmm. and it could be anyone in the world, who would it be? Number four. What's your favorite color? E. What's your favorite movie and what would you change in it? Plot, casting, special effects, etc. G to Nelson. What is it like being the villain of the show? Seven to Cambo. What is it like to talk to the villain of the show for an hour straight every week? And F. Lastly, if you were smart, what would be the first thing you would make uh, you would make to make your life easier? Good luck, guys, and read you later. Cheers, not a cousin, Carson. But who's not cousin? Yeah, is that's he? True. You you got to be someone's cousin. <laughs> Do you remember inventing the word Lillip? I think we. We invented the word Lillip. And I don't remember the context <laughs> no, behind it, but I know we I did. I feel sometimes that the, the, the ghost of this show comes to haunt me. <laughs> Where people <laughs> yeah. will bring up something we have done. It is our fault that this thing exists. And then I just have no recollection yeah. of it. But yes, Lillip does vaguely <laughs> yeah, ring a bell, but I can't for the life of me remember why. So if anyone can remember, yeah. please let us know what this word that we invented. Or don't. We'll, we'll just forget <laughs> again anyway. All right. So um, question one, how much do we like our current logo? Well, our current logo is just the Reddit logo. Yeah, we we can't talk yeah, anything yeah. ill of it. And, and here's, here's the thing. Here's, <laughs> here's the cynical inside look at this podcast. We did somewhat figure that if our podcast looked more like the official Reddit podcast than the official Reddit podcast, we might trick people into listening to us. And from what I understand is that has happened several times. So I regret nothing. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely happened. <laughs> and we are okay with it. So yeah, we think it's, it's working well. I was actually wondering if he was on episode 102. I don't remember when we changed uh, that logo, but maybe Well, it was the yeah, old we did, one. we did have an the old one, but I think again some insider information when we changed it, I think it refreshes everywhere. So I think even the old ones mm, I think it's still in some random places okay. I've seen yeah. it online. The other yeah. one's fine. Anyway, <laughs> but uh, but that was just a uh, yeah, yeah. anyway. So it still kind of wasn't we yeah. don't really yeah. have a logo. Yeah. <laughs> we don't. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah. I like it. Yeah, it's working well, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, okay, next question. Uh, if you had a servant B? and it could be anyone in the world, who would it be? Easy question. This would be Alfred uh-huh. from Alfred and Batman. Why would I choose Alfred? Because it means That's, I would be Batman. means your parents Next question. You got Alfred. I'm Batman. I thought about this. Um, like the idea of like having like a maid or a servant... I feel mm. like it would make me kind of uncomfortable 
because I feel like yeah, definitely, yeah. I I would make a mess, and then just have to ask someone else to clean it up. So I would yeah. like partly clean it first, and then you know what I mean. Like, you, I know a lot of people yeah. that do that. I've had pe- oh, not a lot of people, but I know in the past I, I've met people that are like, oh, I got to clean the house. The cleaner's coming over tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, what? So, uh, how about this, Nelson? I will also have Alfred, and I know what you're thinking. How can that be? Guess what? I'm Robin. Yeah, yeah. We live in that okay. big house together. Also Your parents dead. Are also dead. You monster. <laughs> But they died in a um, circus accident, which is cool. Also, um, as if I had to choose another option, it'd be Sarah I Michelle Gellar. I would say Sarah Michelle Gellar. I almost put the the, the, yeah. the suggestion that it can't be Sarah Michelle Gellar. But you know what? Live your life, Nelson. Because I think the thing is, we do find that it's a bit uncomfortable if um, you know we yeah. were to have a servant. But I think then I may as well lean really <laughs> hard into that. And not only have the uncomfortable servant of Sarah Michelle Gellar cleaning my house, but like I'll just lean into all the Buffy yeah, questions yeah, I good, have that's good. and be like, well, you're my servant. You have to do it. This is as awkward <laughs> as it gets. Um, so question four, uh, what, what's your favorite color or colors? Green. I also quite like green. And you know what I've discovered, Nelson, is um, over the years, I've become quite fond also, I know not technically a color of gray. Like, I like a nice mm. neutral gray. So much so. Can you see the T-shirt I'm wearing, Nelson? Okay. Uh, yeah, it, it looks it's, like white It's a gray, there, and then the cardigan I'm wearing is a dark gray. So I've got gray on gray. But check yes. this out. I'm going to stand up, see if you can see my pants. Oh, my God. Yeah. 50 I'm shades wearing, of gray right there. I'm wearing gray pants. Actually, just three shades. Three I'm wearing shades of gray. gray pants, a gray T-shirt, <laughs> and a gray cardigan. Luckily, my yeah. hair isn't gray well, yet, but I've is... seen my father, and it's coming. Uh, yeah. Well, I've just realized this is the downside to growing up: is you just turn into a boring person. I know, but I do like green. Back. Green is probably. It used to be when I was younger. It used to be like a royal yeah. blue or a dark blue, but as I've got older, it's become like yeah. a. Because <clears throat> boys, boys like yeah. blue. Uh, it's become like a almost like a khaki green. I quite like. Yeah, yeah, I like a, I like a deeper, like sort of I'm darker green. I'm not opposed green to a darker green. Than a, than, a vi- than a vibrant green, I think. Mm-hmm. Just sort of. But our, our favorite thing. Just if if you could imagine a very middle <laughs> green, like a little bit lower, but darker than our that. Our favorite green, green, obviously, is the green screen of which we're going to film ourselves to be inserted into movies. Yeah, that's because oh, yeah. that'll bring oh, us the yeah. other green, which is the money. Oh. <laughs> And the other green, which is cocaine that's dyed green. <laughs> it gets a high and it's a bit fun. Uh, question E, what is your favorite movie and what would you change about it? Plot, casting, special effects, etc. cetera. Uh, favorite movie? I, I mean, I'm as, I'm as lame as you saying gray, Cambo, because mine is like... The Shawshank Redemption, I've said before, which is a lot of people's. I mean, I, it's it's is hard. I know a lot of people say it's like hard to yeah. pin down a movie. I do like the the very traditional ones. Shawshank Redemption. I like Fight Club. Uh, one that's maybe a little bit off off center is uh, Eternal Sunshine mm-hmm. of a Spotless Mind. I really love that that movie. Um, uh, if I could change it, 
everyone would be Sarah Michelle Gellar. <laughs> Damn the plot if it if it makes any sense. Everyone will be Sarah Michelle Gellar. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. And she's also referred to as Buffy in every thing. But all the characters are called It'd Buffy. It'd be like I remember the first Buffy. time I met Buffy Summers. <laughs> <laughs> but also that's said by yeah. Sarah Michelle Gellar. <laughs> yeah, I I like I like so, that change. Um um, yeah, you're yeah. right. Fa- favorite movie. It's so subjective, and I think the only way I can really do it is like favorite by like period of time, I guess. So I would say recently, in the last few years, uh, one of the favorite movies I've watched is a movie called Good Time, uh, stars Rob Pattinson. Um, yeah, that really was liked. It. I've, I've rewatched it maybe four times or so, four or five times, uh, and I really like it. But the thing is, I don't know what I would change about it because I think that what makes movies interesting are kind of like even their faults and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah I mean, I obviously I would replace Rob with Sarah Michelle Gellar and every, and everyone obviously, would call it Buffy and it wouldn't be called good time. It'd be called Buffy, the movie, the second one brackets, brackets. <laughs> this one has Sarah Michelle Gellar. Yeah. 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 Um, that is, I could see yeah, the catchy title as well. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, question yeah. G to Nelson what is it like being the villain of the show pretty darn good uh, Camber, what is it like to talk to the villain of the show for an hour straight every week it's okay <laughs> <laughs> and lastly if you I think we established actually Hazim was the villain to of the us. show yeah, yeah to us <laughs> to us I'm the villain yeah. of the show to everybody uh, else <laughs> Hazim is the villain F, of the show to lastly us. if you were smart don't like the implication of if you were smart by the way <laughs> what, <laughs> what would be the first like thing you would make to make your life easier um I think uh flying cars flying cars <laughs> and also you underestimate how easy our lives are I would say our lives are pretty exactly. pretty easy my mantra that I just established. <laughs> yeah. So was if do you were to make something to make your life easier, you'd go against your essential mantra of life, which is to do nothing. I might make an exception. I'd make a hammock. Yeah, make a hammock. That's pretty good. Now, Nelson, just have one buy a hammock. Make the choice. Oh, I'd buy a hammock. Ma- you would make <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. the choice to buy a hammock. <laughs> I'd just call somebody <laughs> to do it. <laughs> I'd be so smart I could convince somebody to buy me a hammock. <laughs> well, I'm very I much looking do. forward to Carson eventually catching up in about a year and a half to get the answers to these questions. Yeah, yeah that's right. Uh, okay, so that's it for another episode. Thank you for writing in Zachary. Thank you for writing in Varun. And thank you for writing in... Uh, not a cousin Carson uh, we really appreciate it if you would like to write into us you can do so reddit podcast r-e-a-d-i-t podcast yep. at gmail.com you can also reach us at Facebook Twitter and our subreddit they're all r-e-a-d-i-t now, podcast now so last week uh, we said that if you didn't vote on our middle names you owe us money and I like the idea of like yeah. a fear incentive so I would say this week okay. if you don't rate the show five stars you owe us $20. So if you were to leave a five-star rating in the review, instead of reviewing the show, you can just tell us what you're going to do with the $20 now that you don't owe it to us anymore. Uh, Canberra, I'm just doing the maths here. <laughs> $20 times 15 people is $300. Don't mind so- if we do, Nelson. Don't mind if we do. 
Yes, I'm looking Split that three that ways. Cash. One third to you, one third to me, and one third to our management. Though we will be under new management fairly soon. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's right. We, it's more of a severance <laughs> check for them. <laughs> uh, but that's it for today. So thanks for listening, and we will read you later. <laughs> <laughs>